When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where of course, like every single week, we're going to break down Gatorade versus Powerade. It's the mm-hmm. never-ending debate that we talk about every week. So what do you guys know? Anything good? I mean, I'm I'm a Powerade Zero type of guy, so I'm the most hated, is what it is. Yeah, that, seems, that sounds awful, yeah. First time I had Powerade, my mom told me it was water, and it was grape-flavored Powerade, so it was the nastiest thing I ever drank. Well, that sounds like we've finished this debate, and we can uh, transition our podcast into talking about Marvel stuff. Hey, good call. It's our name even better, so I kind of think that's where we should go. Um, I'm Coach. Of course, with me as always. Josh Kennedy from Facebook. And joining us again this week is the fan favorite. Ray. Ray. <laughs> Ray Ray is, is here. We're excited. Um, good stuff this week. Of course, as Hawkeye came out, two episodes explosive stuff finally waiting a long time obviously i was excited about it um but it feels like a lifetime ago at this point um yeah honestly i was gonna say that man it felt like it feels like forever since these two episodes dropped but then it's even weirder because our last episode was only a week ago i know the the math doesn't quite seem to add up forever in a week but it still seems correct yeah i this feels like so long ago thanksgiving came away and then i was the Michigan football game was crazy, and I everything has derailed my life. I almost forgot what happened, so I had to watch a little bit more of it today. Um, but I refreshed. I feel good. I know what I have to say about it. Let's see what you guys have to say about it. Um, and let's start with the start. So I kind of yep. think that's an interesting – do we like her backstory? Uh, do we like Kate Bishop's backstory, how it was executed, or just the idea in general? I think they did it perfectly fine. I didn't need a full origin breakdown about Kate Bishop's childhood. I think the one scene from 2012 and then her with the desire to become a hero just right at the beginning was enough. And then just time jumping and look at that. She did exactly what she wanted to do. And that's all we needed. Yes, I agree. I think just seeing that little clip that shows like why she's doing what she's doing. Um, it started from her need to want to protect others and her family. And I mean, she watched Hawkeye, so she thought he was cool. So I think that's basically all you really need to know. And the rest can be just modern time. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. I did. I mean, probably wishes they would have shown other cool new things instead of just like re-angling something i kind of liked the recreation though because it chose different angles to do the same scene yeah and it also like it made sense because you can't really i mean you could i guess de-age jeremy renner because he does look older than 2012 so reusing the footage from the original movie was a do you think that's what it was it was just there was just footage from the original one from a different Well, angle. some of it, I think so. And then other parts, mm-hmm. it didn't show anything super close up of Jeremy Renner. So, like, right. the new scenes didn't feature his face. Yeah. 
it, it looked a little cheesy and a little CGI because it's even when she was standing in the doorway, it almost felt this is TV world budget, and then we're switching angles, and this is multi million dollar. Oh yeah, model, I, I which guess it's fine. That didn't bother me. Didn't I thought, me. And again, I agree way. with you guys that as a concept, it was a smart, solid way to set up who she is or who she wants to be. Um, did we like her little introduction as a teenager with the bow and the bell thing? Because that part I thought was great. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Um, super clever. Not, I mean, not not only was it like cool, but it was like clever to think like, oh, I have to like ring this bell, but just hitting it with an arrow doesn't do it. And then trying to outthink the situation, and then of course being able to hit the shot. But I also like how it wasn't just like a dare. Can you hit it? It's they're trying to figure out what makes the bell ring. Yes. So, uh, like, there's, like, an actual reason behind it, whereas you could probably just Google it, but yeah, not yeah, Or just try a smaller bell. That would have been a good idea. Kids are kids. It's great. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was, it was a cool little intro to her. Um, what do we think of, of the two leads here? What do, do, we, which, do we like them both? Do we like them together? Do we like them separate? They were separate uh, more than I thought. I think they will be separate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I already was a fan of Hawkeye throughout the shows, and her, her, she's a cool enough character to kind of follow around. So it was they worked well individually, and they do have a little bit of like on screen uh, chemistry between the two of them. They kind of played off each other in the scenes, which is you know they're high paid actors, so that's exactly what they're supposed to do. But I bought it, so that's that's how I felt. But yeah, I I like how they walked the line of like. Kate being like a fully established hero on her own and uh being incredible uh from uh Incredibles where she's not like just a fangirl trying to be Hawkeye right. she's like put in the work but she's still not quite there um yeah so her... like, she's looking to Hawkeye uh as like a um mentor and he's too old for that. So. <laughs> yeah, her uh, her backstory just being like gold medalist in martial arts and archery. It was like that was really well done. They built her up without having to show a whole lot. Yeah, it's like a weird little like even though it was like part of the opening credits was just like right. here's all the things that she won all the times. Um, and they mentioned a couple times in Valor as well. So yeah, I thought she's super cool. So I thought she was nice. Obviously, we I love Hawkeye. I mean, how could you not love Jimmy Ryan as Hawkeye? He's He's great in all the movies. He's been great. I took uh, so much crap back when the first Avengers came out, and I said he was my favorite. So In the first Avenger, he was in your favorite? In the first Avenger. He was better in the second one, oh, but yes, the that. first one, he was my favorite. I know. See, I liked him, but like I was really excited for that character, but because he was under Loki's spell like the entire time, I felt like I kind of got robbed of his character. Like I didn't get to really meet him. Yeah. Um, the part where he, when he finally breaks out of it, I loved that. That was amazing. Yeah. I love, I mean, I, I eventually, I love him. And by the end, in the, you know, the big war here, Infinity War and stuff, he's very clever. And the Black Widow scene was super great. So I was excited he got his own show. I'm excited he's in this show. He seems to be doing well. Yes. Um, as for our friend uh, Kate Bishop, who I have like the urge all the time to just call her Haley Seinfeld. Yep. <laughs> Which is not that's not how this works. Um she was great. I I love it. Um but I I didn't love how 
much the whole first episode, they're separate. Uh, but I guess we should have seen it coming, right? That's like such a show yeah. thing to do. Yeah, yeah it mean, also establishes establish them as separate exactly. characters. I would complain, but they gave both episodes at the same time, so you can't really complain. Because if you want to see them together, you just keep watching. And then you just yeah, watch the next uh, episode. Fun thing that was added about Hawkeye's character is they, uh, they made him deaf, which he is in the comic yes! book. So they kind of explained that in through movie scenes i i really liked that and how they're uh, they're embracing that a little bit because that i did i don't know i don't think that was a character thing about his character when the first avengers came out i think that was written into the comics a little bit later yeah, I and i like how it retroactively got added into the mcu which is pretty cool yeah yeah the only it's... comic books i've read are the hawkeye series that this show is based off of specifically mm-hmm. with like lucky the pizza dog which yeah. i love that they included I'm it. Pumped that he's in it yeah um yeah. I I totally forgot my love-hate relationship with the tracksuit mafia. Yeah. I, I'm excited <laughs> yeah. for like, what I was like, bring. oh, they're kind of cool, but they say bro like every they other word. They say bro so much, it's and funny. I forgot <laughs> how much they say it, and but it oddly works in the show. It does not work reading it for me. Um, I just kind of get sick of seeing it all the time, but... It, it fits a little better when you're hearing it, so I don't mind, but yeah. I I do really like them. They're very interesting, because they're like mobsters, but they're kind of ridiculous at the same they're, time. They're Scooby-Doo villains. That's, well, that's yes. what they are. I, was <laughs> I say, appreciate uh, that. I don't know if anyone's played any modern uh, Pokemon games, but they're, they're definitely just the modern version of like Team Rocket, Team as Rocket. Pokemon has progressed, has just turned to the the jumps come up which is just jokes and you you know i don't know they don't want kids to actually be afraid of these mobsters i so. love a low stakes villain like i don't want my heart ripped out anymore yeah, yeah this, this, this there is a show. high stakes villain we need to talk about him here shortly the yeah. uh, well, uncle wanna... slash you mean the mom's boyfriend is, is essentially what he is alfred yeah he's is it alfred yeah that sounds great Ar- it starts with Ar- an a what is it uh, it's not, uh, Armand was the Armand. guy Armand. He killed. <laughs> that was the no. That was the. That, that was the guy was the... he killed. The guy with the boyfriends. The I, thought the it was like, I thought it was Jack. I don't it might be Jack. That sounds right. That, it's that, been that, like I mean... five months since I watched those episodes. So Armand, thank you. Armand David just commented. David. No, Ar- Armand is the guy that died, and he has grandkids and such. I'm talking about. Yes, that, the that was the name boyfriend. I was trying to come up with. Uh, Many Armands. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, I want to get. I do want to get into all the villain stuff, but I'm still loving back to the beginning and i wanted to get everyone's opinion about the play oh my gosh rogers the musical hilarious is it first off is the scene good second off would we watch this musical if it came out in real life okay being so heavily involved in theater as i am that was physically painful to watch it was so good because it was so cheesy it was it was perfectly done in the cheesy way um i didn't expect them to go that cheesy with it um i appreciate some of the little details in the back um like loki his horns are actually just taped to a top hat mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and it's just like those like the little things um i love that they included ant-man in it um even though he wasn't there I yeah completely... i love how they acknowledged it I completely forgot. I was like, wait, why the heck is Ant-Man there? He wasn't there. And then I'm like, oh, time travel. He was there in the end. Uh-huh. Um, I enjoyed watching 
uh, Clint and his family's reaction to watching it. That was almost more enjoyable, like trying to watch it from their perspective of like what they would see and think. Um, yeah, it was. Uh... I'm curious if the family's going to get developed because they like they're they almost feel like they, they get shipped off at the first yeah. opportunity. And they're are they just going to be a constant emotional string to just kind of. Trying to pull him back for Christmas, so that, yeah, that's the classic Christmas movie. Like, I gotta be home by Christmas. You know, it's uh, twenty six Street. Uh, no, it's, right, it's just classic. Miracle gotta be home by Christmas. Miracle. There we go. Yep. Um, so that that'll be great. I love the play for the record. I'm just gonna point out there. I think it it's fun. at first. I think it's clever that in real life, if there was ever an alien invasion and a bunch of superheroes saved us, we would certainly make a play about it. Like almost. Immediately. Now, are if they not a go, movie, are they gonna? Go, I was just gonna say that they're gonna go even more meta and release an Avengers oh, movie where they cast God, other dude. Avengers I to play the Avengers in movie theaters to watch the Avengers movie while yeah. watching an Avengers movie. That will be like, so funny. Please. I really hope they do it. <laughs> I do. I do really love how the um, promotional art for Rogers the Musical is totally ripped off of Hamilton. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. It's yeah. it's perfect because it's clearly it, obvious. <laughs> it evokes Hamilton without doing any like um, copyright issues. Yeah, you should evoke Hamilton. Well, Disney it. also owns. Well, they don't own Hamilton itself, yeah, but they, they do own. get to stream it. So it's like, yeah, whatever. That it was great. So I just, I love that scene. You're right, and I think that is a funny like setup to his family and also to him and his like his grumpy of Christmas and his grumpiness. Um, which is what his character needs to grow on. He needs to to be less self serious. Hopefully, by the end of the show, he watches the musical and he loves it. He thinks it's the best thing ever. Which, speaking of his family, before I forget, I do want to say how much I appreciate how they're writing his wife in. How she's not being like, yeah. She's not being like brushed aside as like, oh, I don't want you involved, or oh, like I'm, or he's like lying to her. Like she, she knows she's in what he's doing, and they talk about it. Yeah, and I love how like open and like he's. She asks what the plan is, and he just gives. He just says catch and release, and she knows what's going on. So you know that it's been this way the whole time. It does flip that trope from movies where it's just like, yes. oh, the guy has to have a secret identity and keep it safe from his family to keep them safe. And then she's just like, yeah, I know exactly what he's doing all the yeah. time. And I, I really, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about how unique that really is. That is, I love that. Um, okay. So the movie, so the crux of the movie kind of takes off when, well, not movie, the crux of the show takes off when there's this weird underground selling thing. Black market um, auction. Black market auction. Auction of some cool dinosaur items. bones and martial arts weapons. Martial and, uh, I was, I was like, yeah, I could see this being like a rich person thing. I buy I, it. I do. If you lived in the MCU, like, what would? Because I know I would ask, what is the prop you would want for the movies? But I'm talking like, if you actually lived in the MCU, what would be the ideal artifact to have gotten from one of these battles? Like, what would be the coolest thing to have bought at this black auction? I mean, if they somehow got Loki's spear, not really something they could get, but that would be a 
pretty high collector item as far as like getting something from the original Avengers yeah. event. Like the spear, like obviously with the Tesseract removed, but uh-huh. the spear or I don't know. I'd love to have uh, the helmet, Loki's helmet. It's hard not to just say Cap Shield all the time. But. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but we already know we have that, and, and, and again, yeah. Of course, they they do say it. this is for private. Uh, yeah, private display and uh, not for resellers. So you, you, they have stipulations to where yeah, they and can, uh, they you don't know something. where you got it. Exactly. I don't know where I got it. Yep. No yeah. idea where I got it. I do it. like the your cap shield has got to be. It's so yeah. hard to come up with something else other than like maybe Hulk's pants or something. Hmm. Very stretchy. Yeah. Four-way stretch, stretch, man, stretch. goes a long way. Yeah, I need it. Obviously, if you guys don't know that, I'm getting. Well, I'm getting there. I'm getting fat and blue. Uh, <laughs> and self-burn. That's <laughs> yeah. rare. Well, <laughs> someone's got to someone's got to do it. Otherwise, I will just keep getting fat. So, uh, but yeah, I like the I like the idea. But then we see that there's obviously something going wrong. Well, do you think this was in any way staged by by Jack? I'm gonna keep saying Jack until someone corrects. Oh, me. oh, the the okay. So you're talking about the the invasion that stole the stuff. Um, I did don't he end up with the sword. So. I feel like he did. Yes, he uh, he, he stole it. Um, which was I the only one who forgot that Hawkeye was Ronan, and I was thinking Ronan from Guardians of the Galaxy. Almost certainly, you were definitely the only one because Hawkeye's Ronan was one of my favorite things to happen in all of the Avengers movies. I completely forgot about that until I saw the suit. I was like, "Oh, wait a second! This isn't this isn't Lee Pace." I'm I'm a fan of the continuity where they gave Jeremy Renner his uh, tattoo sleeve back. It's not featured prominently, but it's there, so that's that's good. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's hard to. Still trying to find out how this all came. It could just be. I can't tell the tracksuit people and that whole like storyline if they're connected to our friend Jack, otherwise known as maybe someone else, um, are connected, or if they're two separate villains. The name like will... Cavalier or something's running in my mind. I think he he's an actual uh, comic book villain. I just don't remember the villain's name. Yeah, he's. But I, you, don't think, list, you but... don't think they're connected, right? You don't think that the mom's the... boyfriend is connected to the tracksuit gang, and I mean, they might have crossed paths. I don't. I don't think that the thing was staged by him. No. Okay. Right. I want to know what the watch, the watch thing was all about. That was their Still, target. No was the watch. What the watch is about at all? And there's, there's no callbacks. Uh, it's I like think one callback because the about... the guy loading the back of the truck finds the watch. That's yeah, like the that. only version just... of a callback. Which, what is significant about that watch? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are speculating that it was like uh, Tony Stark's watch from one of the Iron Man movies. It is, but we don't know what that means. They say that. They do say it's... Well, hold up. In, um, Does it turn it? It into was, a suit? I was just going to say, in Civil War, he has that watch that turns into the hand thing. And he uses that to block the bullet when Bucky's, or, uh, Bucky's trying to assassinate... Uh, Whoever he was trying to say. It feels like it's definitely one of those things where, like, it, it holds a secret or it unlocks something. Yeah. It, whatever it is itself, it's not going to, like, no, it turns into a cool suit. Cause that's, it's going to be something that, like, unlocks, like, a, maybe Avengers Tower or something. You know, it could be, it could be, like, Tony's watching. It helps him. Oh, yeah. We might as well call attention to the speculation that uh, Avengers Tower was bought by uh, Wilson Fisk. We will 
say we saw the rumors, and if that's true, I'll be excited to see Vincent D'Onofrio come back because he absolutely yes, killed yeah, the role. I'm... But it's just speculation, so yep. we don't want to focus this, on it. It doesn't really get referenced in this episode anyway. Um, right. But if he is back, that is great. The boyfriend's name is Jack. Ah, just look yes. it up. Oh, my God. I might be the smartest, fattest man alive. I'm just kidding. Man, leaning I'm in on the fat jokes today. I'm just <laughs> keep trying it moving. to keep the energy of myself going. So, yeah. Do we do we like the setup, though? The whole, like, idea that she, like, just stumbled upon a, you know, massive break-in and she felt the need to play hero? Do we think that's a good way to, to thrust her into this world? I don't see why not. I mean, her being... A 22-year-old rebel, that seems like the exact scenario. She's like, hey, maybe I could use the skills that I've been training for for this long. I mean, I don't know if she ever had a desire to become a superhero, but she certainly made herself out to be one. So yeah, yeah when the I opportunity like, presented itself, why not? Yeah, I think it's a really good way of, like with her stealing Ronin's suit, um, to get Clint and Kate together. Because yeah, how are they going to run into each other? How would they connect? I like the Ronan thing. I think that was a perfect plot device for them to use because people were a fan of Ronan when he showed up in Infinity War. Or was it Endgame? Or, well, I guess both, technically. But yeah. everyone was a fan of that, but that character died as soon as he was created. And in the comics, it's a little bit longer arc, obviously. So getting a callback to that, getting to reuse the suit, and then acknowledging that that's that portion of time did happen and i'm hoping the show in some way further explores some of the uh enemies he's made not just this jumpsuit gang or whatever i think uh tracksuit like mafia tracksuit mafia thank you mm-hmm. yeah it would be nice if yeah we get to i mean obviously here's cool more about the whole show that was just his time when he was running but we'll probably get a little bit of a little bit of backstory about it and this way he gets to stay disney pg friendly as well could be right um yeah but like you said so now let's talk about the tracksuit mafia and their first off ability to just get absolutely uh smoked by this girl which was kind of embarrassing you know she was well i mean she's a gold medalist that's i guess she was 22 i always think of her like yeah she does say she's 22 she's 22 she's She's not a kid she's a college i have to remember that yeah she's a little older i don't find it embarrassing i mean uh when she takes down that mountain of a dude while fighting another dude, I'm like, all right, guys, we're, we're going a little beyond what might actually happen, but it's also a comic book show. So let yes. them, let them have their fun. It does seem like she should, but yeah, it's hard for me to know. Cause there's certain times where she's not nearly as skilled and there's other times where she's very skilled, but that's okay. I think that's sort of a show and she's figuring things out. I mean, cool I'm, I'm just excited to see her get developed more. Cause I'm really excited for the next phase of like the young Avengers and all these yeah new 20 some year old people that are coming in to take uh take on the new guard i'm i'm excited to see where this goes we all already know everything there is to know about iron man cap thor and hulk i mean we they've been there forever but getting these like lesser known characters into the mcu is really really cool yeah i agree with that um how do we think so now see it's episode two like we said episode one they don't really cross over much but episode two they do get to spend a lot of time together um I know we said they have a little bit of chemistry. Is there anything we think that they are, you know, leaning towards? Is he going to be like a mentor? Is he going to continue to kind of just be a grump? I think or... he'll be a reluct- a reluctant mentor. Uh, exactly what I was thinking. He's going to play the next 
episode or two, like not really wanting to train her on things, but still kind of helping her. Like exactly what he did with the bandage in the beginning of episode two, where he's like, yeah. okay, you got to bandage it up this way or else it's not going to heal. And it's going to be, it's going to start as little things like that, like little tidbits of advice. And then eventually... he goes dad mode, which I like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's all setting. Like, we already know that it's setting Kate up to be in the Young Avengers. You think this is setting him up to be gone? You know, like, is this going to be like really his last hurrah, we think? Um, I. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I, it's definitely going to serve as maybe a conclusion with him as Hawkeye, but I wouldn't be all that surprised if they write that off in a movie or something. Not write it off entirely, but bring him back for like one last rodeo, and maybe in one of the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. he ends up being the ultimate sacrifice. I don't know. There's a lot of different directions you could go with the character, but Hawkeye has done this a couple times. He kind of faux retired already once in. Uh, yeah. Avengers 2 and came back for uh, Civil War, right? Or am I remembering the yeah. movies incorrectly? Yep. But yeah. either way, that's essentially what he he's done it before. I could see him doing it again. But, I mean, I'll, I'll be surprised if they do something different. Fair enough. Um, do we think uh, Kate's got the skills? Do you think she's got the, uh, the ability to do what was needed to be done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think she she has a lot of work that she needs to do, but that's also because she's young and hasn't been superheroing for very long. And I think um, Clint is going to be able to come in and teach her what she needs to know. Mm -hmm. um, I hope this trend just continues where we have new heroes getting mentorship from the old heroes. Like, that's how we got Spider-Man. We could see that with Kate. I think eventually, I mean, it's already confirmed that Miss Marvel is going to be the same general idea. Yep, and I, it, it's already pretty much confirmed. Uh, yeah, Yaven, Yaven, uh, Black Widow's sister yeah. is going to be Elena. Elena, thank you. I couldn't remember the name correctly, but she's going to be in the show, and I think she could even uh, help with uh, Kate Bishop's training a little bit, even though she's younger. Maybe not younger than Kate, but she's a younger hero, but she's also been in this Black Widow program for however long. So she's a highly trained warrior, and that could be a way to turn it a little bit later. I can't yeah. wait for them to meet. No, we have to I meet. Know. Real quick before we uh before we diverge too far, I do want to want to backtrack for a question that was asked here on by the Facebook group. David wants to know how does an arrow with a tennis ball take down a bell tower? That's not quite what happened there. Well, David, actually, the right? arrow with the tennis ball only bounced off of the bell. Yeah, she added <laughs> something else one. to it. <laughs> yeah, when it happened, I was like, did she just attach C four to an arrow? And it's like, no, it's just some weird like I don't know, like, like a, a clothes like, hanger. I don't know what yes, it was. It, it was hooked onto the wire, grab onto the rope, and then it was. I think yeah, I think the idea is the force of the rope. Yeah, because it it usually probably just rings very lightly, and that was just like a really hard rock. So with it yeah. rocking so significantly. Uh, it broke the hinges. Yeah, it's a fictional show. I don't think that would have actually happened, yes, but hey, the, why not? Yeah, the, the foundation around it would have not crumbled with it. Like, the bell would have just, like, fallen off and right. smashed what was below it. But, yeah, the the tennis ball was uh, was not part of the equation, David. I need to pay a little more attention as I snarkily probably forget plenty of things as I continue on. Uh, <laughs> you know what was uh, season two had the continuation, so obviously the suit... Um, there's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, the suit is a big deal here for Hawkeye, and he he doesn't successfully get it because Kate gets attacked. So, and... I loved the LARPing thing. That was so funny. That's exactly what I was about to bring up. So it ends up 
in a LARPing scenario with the fire with the fire department. How good is that LARPing scene? Because I love it. So funny. It's been done in other movies and shows, but I I, I appreciated seeing it in the MCU. Um, Has it the been big done one I'm like thinking LARPing of is like a hero came in and LARPed almost like as himself? was it. Role models versus uh, Sean yeah, William Scott's movie. That's that's kind of what the whole yeah that whole movie's yeah. about. Larry. That movie's yeah. Um, but yeah, what a great scene and clever, uh, smart. I like that everybody knew he was Hawkeye, but like I, I think that's still an important got a LARP. <laughs> an important feature with this whole thing is like where the heroes are getting acknowledgement now in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Anthony Mackie or you know falcon was getting recognized by people a little bit but someone that's part of the main group like a hawkeye it's like he would get recognized by everyone in new york and everywhere else in the world and get his dinners paid for and things along those lines so yeah here's a side tangent though uh they would be rock stars they would be absolutely followed by paparazzi everywhere it would be the biggest deal on earth they literally fought aliens they do multiple downplay times bit. and solved like saved our entire world. They yeah, they have to do something though. Can you imagine a show where yeah, the, the paparazzi's uh, main problem within the show or movie? Like that would be the worst. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you, you, the, yeah, you could do it creatively for like one show. Oh yeah, I like, wanted to clear to up a rumor. The whole I MCU did, would be. Enough. I did hear that there's going to be a Real Housewives of the MCU, so we can really look forward to the paparazzi in that mm-hmm. show. Metal yeah, well. now, now we're talking. But yeah, <laughs> you're right. It would be stupid if it was realistic. It's better this way, where they're recognized and respected. Right. My <laughs> just... guess is they're more recognized because of the musical. <laughs> because maybe because <laughs> Clint looks a little taken aback and confused when he finds out his dinner is paid for so it's definitely not a regular oh, occurrence i think that's a little bit to do with him like he lives on a farm and keeps to himself so yeah. he's back in this city and then he's like oh this is uh my uh, my cows don't treat me any differently so <laughs> yeah it's, it's, definitely no, it's no secret to anyone in the in the mcu universe that these heroes saved the world and very all very public nonsense it's even politicized so long no yeah, whatever it's all good stuff but back to the larping Yes. Hawkeye dresses up. They do the weird. I love the weird slow motion as he walks through. Oh, it's so funny. Um, but then, yeah, the one-on-one duel uh, that he, you know, takes a dive. Yeah, but the the guy wouldn't let him sell sell just like a tiny dive. He had to do a full out like fake fight with the guy before he would go down. <laughs> it's like okay, okay. He's milking that. You gotta make it. He's like, you gotta make it real. <laughs> I like how he talks about it. it's the highlight of his life, and then Hawkeye's like, would I wish be, you could say the same. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. For one of us, uh, it would be though. It would be the highlight of your life if you like. Oh, for sure. Fake fight. I probably would have done the world. exactly what that guy did. I'm like, nah, dude, you gotta sell it. I gotta beat Hawkeye. Yeah, it would be the highlight of my world to do it to Jeremy Renner, the actor who pretended <laughs> to be Hawkeye. Yeah, for let sure. Let alone with actually Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, so. It's pretty good. Was there any moment for either of you where you thought, like, he's just going to win this duel to be a jerk? Because I definitely did. Oh, for maybe maybe like half a second. I don't know. This this whole section of thing, there's a whole, we don't even need to talk about it very much, but it's a supernatural episode that this is pretty much all they do is just LARPing. So it's been been done before, but I appreciated it. LARP it up. Yeah. Nonetheless. Everyone join the the Marvel Stuff Facebook podcast group and just uh, 
try to organize a LARPing event and, and see if uh, no one. <laughs> I will yeah, show me, up. Me, me and Coach people. will uh, we'll spectate the whole thing and you know rate your costumes out of ten. It'll be great. Yes. I'll show up as Sylvie and be all confused. All right. Well, Ray automatically like wins. A, so like a, like a medieval well times, home. like a Renaissance fair. That's what it's called. Yeah, we're joking, but I would actually show up. I'm telling you oh, that right for now. Sure, I would for show sure, up for and, sure. and just lark weird Marvel stuff for no reason because I don't care. I'll do what I want. Um, but yeah, I loved all that stuff, and uh, and that that was great. I just love it. But as this is all kind of happening, he decides that he decides he needs to. I can't remember why does he need to go get captured by the tracksuit gang. Uh, because they know who Kate Bishop is, so he's so he's just doing he's, it to protect her. I kind think of? that's kind of what he's going for there to try to like sell, like off sell them that she's not Ronin or whatever. I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Essentially, that's what it he was. Protect her. That makes sense. Um, before I guess we jump into what happens at the end, we do need to talk about Jack a little bit, and yes. not only the family dynamic of Kate, which is the emotional sort of drive of the sh- of the show, is going to be her like getting over her dad being dead and her mom moving on. Yes. But it seems like her mistrust is warranted because Jack obviously seems like a tool. Oh, yeah. no, He's I, a I, slimy dude. It's I knew that as that soon mom, as I saw his mustache. It's weird that the mom doesn't <laughs> end uh, him being there. sketchy. Now, is the mom actually the mom that, seems sketchy, that though, smart? But I think she's also sketchy. I was thinking the same thing. That's like, the other She's part of these richy rich, like weird underground people, too. If this wasn't a PG-13 movie, I feel like it'd go a lot darker with these backstory characters. I think here, but... I think the mom is into some stuff, but not as deep as Jack is. No, she's yeah, not. I think Jack's got his own yeah weird problems going on. But the yeah the little fencing scene and the dinner was was all interesting ish. You know, it seemed like they knew what was going on, but he seems dangerous. Yeah, I I really enjoyed their fencing scene and how she's like, stop letting me win, stop letting me win. And she knew that he was holding back, and then she took a swing in his head. I was like, that was a good scene. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Yeah, I, the mom, I can't tell if she's just not a great actress, or they I want mean, the mom to, or like they're intentionally trying to make her seem like she's not a believable life. So we she, can be frustrated with her, but... Well, they could go either way with the mom. She might be all knowing and be in charge of everything, or she could be literally know nothing because her husband was the one that was involved in all the weird dark corner stuff. I don't know. I I think she might be partially aware of what Jack is up to, but only so much as like she's also involved in stuff like that. Um, Because with her and Armand uh, arguing that Kate overhears. Um, so I think I think she's she knows a little bit, but she's probably just like in denial. No, I guess. Did they really explain how she got rich again? Was it just an insurance claim thing because their brown or their brownstone thing got destroyed, or is it going to? reveal that the way she it's, got back to being rich is something well i don't know because the apartment they were, that they were in in the flashback was also mm-hmm. very fancy yeah but if so you I remember they've always the, been wealthy the parents yeah. were fighting about money though and kate was overhearing oh. it and they said the thing like we might have to sell the apartment and things like Forgot that about so that, that part. Was, yeah that was like a big fight they were going through so I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. The mom did something she should she have had done to, to get the money, but it's right. very frustrating that she 
is weirdly dismissive of Kate's claims, but like in a weird, and this doesn't seem real the way she doesn't believe her daughter. I mean, it might just be like a false, her trying to like wave off her daughter, but actually she knows everything. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see. There's a lot of show left. So I wouldn't say there's a lot of show left. There's only like a few episodes left, but right. Isn't this only, I want to say, say that seven episodes? That was six. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, we've already. Either way, so. even if it's six, two thirds we'll or one, we'll if it's like a two thirds of the show. <laughs> we got this. Um, okay, I just great. really want Yelena. She'll get there. I think. I think. I think. Um, what do we think of? Uh, so now, yeah, let's let's we can jump to the end now. There's not a ton else that happens really, other than the weird Armand the third, yeah. and then Armand the seventh is like okay, so he was just a sketchy rich guy. He's dead. Not yeah, he's super dead. But the butterscotch um, thing, the butterscotch reveal. Him. Yeah, obviously, the butterscotch yeah. reveal was the the big thing. Like, hey, obviously I killed him, and I had remembered that he's some sort of sword based villain that nobody really knows from the comics. So. I was like, oh, he got stabbed by a sword. That was him. Okay. Yeah, Moving great. on. Love it. Um, yeah. I'll, oh, Jack's the bad guy? No, duh. Um, yeah, I think if that weird little kid will come into play at all. Maybe, that would be maybe super like, funny. I think it's possible that Jack's, like, killed the grandpa to, like, you know, classic old European style. So that way they could control the kid. Or I guess you would say Game of Thrones style. But I think it'd be more him. for the money. For the money. Well, how would Jack get the money? Like he inherits, yeah, I have no idea. Hey, uh, maybe he got hired to kill him. Maybe well, that's always possible did, to do. He did in the auction scene, he did say he was gonna have a large inheritance. Yeah, he did too. Yeah, is Jack one of the Armands? Maybe I don't know. Well, I, I don't think so, but they might be. There, isn't he, isn't uh, Armand his uncle? He says I think that that's somewhere. where I was tripping. Yeah, I think Armand's uh, Jack's uncle, and maybe he was left something in his will. Yeah. I know it Who seems knows? like he has plenty of money. I doubt it was just for money. We'll see. No, not just sure, for money. I'm sure there'll be some sort of intrigue. Yeah. Um, hopefully, anyway. Hopefully, it's more interesting than just money. I don't know. Money drives a lot of crime. It does, but not in the MCU. It doesn't. I, mean, I just want to see Kingpin. I do want to see Kingpin. Um, yeah. Just... Also, before we get to Kingpin, let's let's talk about the villain the reveal that we did see. Um, yes. After the funny, weird tracksuit uh, scene. That was classic. Kate just kind of falls in. I loved it. Made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing really happens. But then we see the reveal of the new villain who we've never seen before, correct? Am I supposed to know who that deaf. is? Yeah, I don't know. This might be another yeah, Thanos we wouldn't situation know yet. from the first Avengers. But... Exactly. You wouldn't know yet, but she is Echo, which has been confirmed as a, an upcoming uh, project of theirs. Okay, so, so Echo's a villain? Good. Interesting. It was Echo. She, Maybe. Sort of the, that's the girl The girl we see at the end. Okay, um, I didn't know that was and Echo. And they go to the boss, cool. and the music is coming around. She's well, like Yeah, a, I know that, but what? what's that, the character of Echo? What is... She's what is, is a doctor. She's just deaf, and she's a Is it a comic book character? Stuff? Like, not, no. I'm sure it is, but I don't know everything. Yeah, I mean, I read comics, but I've, I've never read anything related to, to an Echo okay. character. Okay, that was so, my yeah. question. I didn't know if she yeah. was from something. Sure yeah, I have no is, idea. But... I have really, I don't know. She's been confirmed as a future MCU project, so we know she's going to stick around. Um, and apparently, she's starting off as some sort of leader of the track. Whether that's a villain or not, I guess we don't know yet. Yeah, fair enough. But she's at least some sort of antagonist to them right now, anyway. Um, she seems like it'd be interesting. 
um, he's deaf, and I'm sure that you know maybe it enhances her. Yeah, we we talked about this. this. Yeah, (laughs) maybe we talked about this in a former episode. Enhances her other, her other. Yeah, we talked about this on the Disney Day podcast. If you guys didn't listen to that episode, go back and watch it. It was a couple weeks ago. We talked about how who Echo is, and we're like. Oh, so it's just Deaf Daredevil, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, but it can't be. Deaf Daredevil is like... Just, hey, no, like, like the backstory is almost the same. It'll be... I mean, they'll, they'll do something with it, but... That's yeah, I'm sure she's some sort of ninja or something. Yeah. Speaking of which, I really like... Um, it was so cute how Clint's youngest son signed to him when he was leaving. Yes. And I really hope that they include uh, like ASL more in the series. Yeah, I mean, I, I touched on that when we did our uh, Eternals review. Just getting more accurate representation of society is always a, always a positive thing. So we've got to yeah, come I'm with that sure. characters now. I really want to learn. I just got to find the time. Well, you got time now? The only thing I know how to say is I'm a beautiful palm tree. Did you guys well, That's a weird that thing to know how to say. Anyone listening around, she did the, the perfect sign. It's, it was perfect. Yeah, it was amazing wow yeah, yeah. you guys couldn't do it you myself. guys are missing out watching it live really if you want to see us live every single week go follow the marvel stuff podcast facebook group my friend mo also knows how to say i don't understand water polo and i want turkey popcorn now Ooh, well, shout out to mo knowing random phrases and really my goal is three months from now to be able to just do the entire podcast in sign language and never have to speak I think that was, Wait, yeah, but we're never going to post the visuals, though. That's that's yeah. No, we'll, you'll have to trust that we're doing it. Really yeah, it's well. just going to sound silent as you when you listen on the podcast. It's going to be utter silence. We just know. Just know it's a Marvel podcast, and we just signed the whole thing perfectly. We're funny. Yeah. We're right. We're clever. Our timing is witty. Yeah, Tom Holland finally did the interview. I know that was a question in our uh, our yes. review, but he also knows ASL, so. Yeah. That was, uh, that was Look that forward to the future silent podcast of the Marvel stuff. But for now, you're going to have to listen to our big, dumb, dumb voices. Um, but not for too much longer because the episodes are kind of over. Was there an overarching view? Let's give our, our last our last little thoughts here, our, our big review of the episodes. Do we um, think it set us off? Are we excited for the rest? Excuse you. My voice is not dumb, dumb. My voice is amazing. That's true. But you're not on every episode. My dumb, dumb voice is on every episode. Yeah. This like is my... true. Dumb Dumb Voice is also featured on the Marvel Stuff Bucket. No, uh, oh, also just unrelated, but I just remembered that we didn't mention it. It is officially our 50th episode of the Marvel Stuff Podcast, so that's super exciting. We made it all the way. We'll catch you guys in another 50. We'll probably do some sort of celebration for 100, but hey, milestones are milestones. Yeah, for sure. On us. Yeah, we're excited. Thank you guys for listening. It it does super help. All right. Yeah, definitely. Is it great? Is this yes. first two episodes as good as our 50 episodes? Here's the thing. Better. I, 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 rude. I rude really it, like King Bishop. <laughs> Man, it's weird that Ray just got blacklisted off the Marvel Stuff podcast for blasphemy. It's the problem that our last episode was the 50th. That is unfortunate. Um, Guys, I'm amazing, but I can't compete with uh, Haley Steinfeld. Sorry. That's, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think the episodes are good. I think they yeah. set up well for the next four. When you remember that there's only like six of them, you're like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. This is all we've seen. But it's a bummer, I still but... like it. It's entertaining. I love the, the Christmas aspect of it, which we haven't really hit on. But New York Christmas is awesome. Uh, I've only been there once, but it was super cool. And I kind of love that this is uh, 
really sinking its teeth yeah i'm a fan of it being a christmas show that's really cool i like that a lot i mean Mm -hmm. it's always gets you in the feeling especially when they're premiering it like just before christmas it's genius i think and i think it'll probably just it'll lay into it even more as it continues yeah no doubt to go so i'm excited for all that i'm excited for the show where it's going to go next on what they're going to do like we haven't seen the scene that we saw in the disney day plus with the car chase and i thought that was a super clever fun scene so i'm excited to get Mm -hmm. to that all we know is good action is on its way. We know some good development. It seems like Hawkeye's character is supposed to become less self-serious. And Kate Bishop's character is probably supposed to get more serious. And Jack's a jerk. Yep, he's going to be a one-off villain for sure, but that's okay. Maybe his, maybe his weird, rich society will be later featured in other projects. But as far as Jack's concerned, he'll probably die. And maybe God and will And Elena. And maybe Delena. God will gift me with Jack's mustache for Christmas. Who knows? Uh, it's a sleazy mustache. Don't want that. Oh, but I could pull it off. Yeah, that's what a sleazy, sleazy mustache say. is. A sleazy mustache. I know. Well, I am the villain of the Marvel Stuff podcast. <laughs> be the general consensus that I'm the big, big jerk face around here. Um. Yeah. Anything else we need to say? Anything else anything you guys want to say about the show? Any any other tidbits? Uh, no but thank you to our listeners 50 episodes really cool stuff glad you guys are listening thank you very much yeah keep sharing keep subscribing keep watching uh our numbers just keep going up all the time and hopefully you guys like this episode uh sorry we didn't get out an episode immediately after the review but we wanted to kind of keep it on our regular schedule plus with thanksgiving and everything it kind of made the most sense so hope you guys were okay waiting and Ray um, has something important to I, say. So I have a fun tidbit. Before she keeps talking, fun tidbit. Talk over her. She can't say her fun tidbit, and I'm just gonna, I'm kidding. Ray, go, no, ahead. go ahead. Okay. Fun tidbit. So my friend was invited to, um, like the Hawkeye kickoff premiere or whatever it was, and so she got a lot of pictures of Kate Bishop's costume. Um, her arrows and her quiver are labeled. That is cool. They've got like a little label maker print on them. Oh, that is oh, fun. That's pretty neat. We don't, like they, they all just say nothing. They're just blank labels. That makes sense. No, okay. one of them says like one says airbag is the only one I remember offhand. Oh, oh okay. So it makes it so they don't confuse them. I guess that that makes as much sense as anything else. All right. Well, you know what we almost forgot to do is our famous best section oh. that we do all the time. It's the end of every episode. We call it the same thing. Um, even though I can't ever remember what it is, we call it. It's that part where we talk about who is most definitely gonna be in the new spider-man movie um it's the cast is filling up it's becoming Mm -hmm. a star-studded show it's pretty much gonna break the internet um but we have some breaking news as we do every week we make sure that we do not film this episode unless we are certain we have some new people we can guarantee are in the movie yep no doubt josh why don't you go ahead and tell us who is most definitely in all right so we're through the grapevine uh i mean confirmed it's not even through the grapevine it's confirmed by kevin foggy himself that uh jeremy irons jeremy irons is reprising his role his scar but he's going full method actor so he will be acting as a lion not a cgi line he's just not a cgi line he's going to crawl around in all fours really one of his best roles if you think about it so it's good to see that it kind of gets to have a second life here. it's making yeah it's getting Uh, another life here he's they're not going to cgi it at all though they thought it was an insult to his dedication to the character so 
we're gonna see a grown old man calling out his hand. Like he said, it's it's been confirmed. You can Google this. Yeah, Kevin yeah, look Bundy it up. Did say look it, it up. So you, look it up. It's this that's there. too ridiculous for me to make up, guys. I, it's true. Total nonsense. Ray, who's most definitely in Spider Man No Way Home? David Bowie. David Bowie is it from the grave. <laughs> Archive footage. Archive footage of David Bowie, just in general. Is that maybe it shows up on a TV or is it just recreated? Did they cut away to this footage? Did they reanimate his like, corpse? Kind of like uh, Carrie Fisher in Rise of Skywalker. Okay. So this, did okay. they amalgamate it with CG? Okay. Um, in a similar vein, yep. but definitely not the same vein. Um, it's a lot of veins. This one was surprising because really the world has been on a hunt for yep. quite a while. And there's a big mystery. Um, so I'm sort of spoiling two things at the same time here. So, Yeah, well, spoiler alert, guys. Don't away, get mad at us. Um, if you don't want to hear the, the big spoilers here, because I'm spoiling two different things here. Uh, uh, when oh. I tell you that Jimmy Hoffa is in Spider-Man oh, yeah? No Way Home, not only did they find his body, okay. it was alive. Oh, okay. It was so, alive. spoiler, Jimmy Hoffa's Jimmy alive. Jimmy Hoffa's body, that's why they never found it, because he was alive the whole time. Whoa. He was never killed. Mafia made it up. He's been just waiting and waiting for his grand re-entrance into the world in Spider-Man. Like Amelia Earhart. Exactly. Like Amelia Earhart, except even better because he's getting paid $38 million to do it. He's practically the main character. Yeah, the only problem is, though, is the $38 million is he owes in back taxes because he was pronounced dead. So, really, he's doing the movie for free, but that's all right. Well, that's fine. We, we'll see how these things happen, but just be excited. Uh, like I said, he really is the co-star of the movie. It's, really, it's going to be very exciting. So him in the chair are going to be a dynamic uh, duo there. Let's so, go. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. I hope this was a ton of fun. We obviously had fun. We're excited for the next Hawkeye. Um, we will probably wait and just talk about it on our Keep main podcast. So um, thank you guys for joining us. And as always, just, you know, it's the holidays. Don't have too much fun without us, all right?